welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
and today we're going to talk about is it okay to send a Calendly link? Is it okay to send the Calendly link is the title of this hour today. This has put the internet on fire. People are demonstrating. Mothers are going insane. Fathers are going crazy. College students are demonstrating. There are people outside my door right now saying, no, Calendly, no, Calendly. Other people, the opposing forces are all over the place saying, yes, Calendly, yes, Calendly. Today, we will demystify that. An all brand new segment of, I don't even know what the name of the segment is, but we're going to do today on Breakfast with Champions. Three things we're going to do in the next hour. One, I'm going to bring back and share with you the top things you need to know this week to take your business to the next level. Then we're going to have a pause and we're going to invite you to the discussion. You and Ramon and all of us here, we're going to chat about this week's topics. And I'd love to especially get your opinion about is it okay to send a Calendly link. And then three, I'm always going to share with you in these Monday segments at 7.30 a.m. some success tips so you can succeed in your business. So we'll be splitting the hour into three distinct segments. And understand, give us some grace. Things may change. Glenn may shift some things around. We're still experimenting. So give us some grace on that. But we can definitely promise to you that we're going to have a good time. So first segment up, some top things you need to know this week to take your business to the next level. I got a few things for you. Let's dive right in. Ding, 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 ding. One, kudos to Tamara Andrus. Her new program is being launched. She didn't ask me to do this. I'm just sharing BWC Community, a 12-week business development program for purpose-driven entrepreneurs. If that seems of interest to you, definitely check out what Tamara Andrus has on. And by the way, if you want to get all these notes, just DM me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram, the keyword BWC, BWC, just BWC, and you can follow along with me as we go today. Another thing is happening, Lolita Walker, she has her woman's retreat coming up in September 2022. So if you're interested, if you like what Lolita's doing, you hear her voice, you hear her wisdom, and you want to check her out, definitely you want to check out Lolita Walker's women's retreat. And again, you can get all these links, just go to Lolita Walker's website and see that as well. Ding, 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 ding. This was interesting. Apple AirTags can be used to track you. Yes, we put them on our dogs, our cup of coffee, our keychain, our kids' bottoms, and all of the things we need to track. But did you know that creepy people can, like, stick this to your handbag, throw it in your shoe, or put it somewhere on you, and maybe use to track you? So if that kind of freaks you out and you want to know some things that you can use to know, is somebody using an Apple AirTag to track you? You definitely want to check out these articles. There are a few that I got from the Wall Street Journal, and I will definitely get them from around different news uh, areas. But I love the Wall Street Journal. I read it every morning and New York Times. Ding, 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 ding. This was interesting, I thought. Now, it's a billion-dollar to billion-dollar thing, but it has implications for we little small businesses. Will Amazon buy Peloton? And in a few minutes, we'll get your input on all these things. Will Amazon buy Peloton? I don't know. But Peloton stock, I think their stock or whatever their share price, whatever, maybe is going up and down, up and down. But I thought it was interesting. Peloton is no longer just a bike, right? Two, they've generated some pretty darn goodwill in the community. It looks like they make pretty good bikes. Could be a good acquisition for Amazon. It ties into health, right? When you're pumping and going on the bike, they can say, hey, if you pump two more miles, get a $20 coupon off of Whole Foods. While you're you know, losing all that weight, you need some new clothes, get some new clothes from Amazon. While you're on there for the hour, download a movie from Amazon Prime. 
I don't know. I'm just saying it makes a fit sense for me, but I'm not Jeff Bezos. I've never had a billion dollars. I don't want a billion dollars. I wouldn't know what I would do with it, but Amazon buying Peloton appears pretty interesting. Ding, 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 ding. Mentorship when not in person. Many of us are remote and live all over the place. As I scroll through here and see Dora Maria, Tony with the keys, Mighty Mel, Jan Renee, Dr. Janie Lacey, Dr. Janie Lacey, my favorite relationship coach, Christina, who sells like four million bottles of, of stuff from Mary Kay all day long, Marine five and million, Monica. Five million. Oh, five million. Sorry. Oh, it's five million now. <laughs> Dang, Christina. Glenn just said it was five million. I just got yeah. the facts, Glenn. Thank you, brother. <laughs> you know it. Come on. So, Christina Howard and so many others here. Janice and I could go on. Tosh Queen, what's up, girl? So, my point is mentorship. And mentorship is so important and something I'll never stop talking about. And whether you're paying for mentorship, we have so many coaches and consultants on here that you can pay money to and get their help. Otherwise, you can do it from podcasts and books. Hanging out here on Breakfast with Champions. In a minute, I'm going to recap Dre, Larissa, and, and David Hill's segments. But there's many ways to get mentorship. And I encourage all of you. Some of you may want to be in Vistage. Uh, some of you may, may want to be in EO. Some of you may want to be in YPO. These are organizations for companies that are a million or more in sales, right? So there's many ways you can get mentorship. And one way I must say we've had other segments, and I'll keep repeating them. We have all kind of new people here. Buy your way in. Not in a slimy way, but people have programs. Glenn Lundy said, I bought David Melter's thingamajiggy program, whatever it is. And, that, and it, people like that are very busy. They can't serve 10,000 people. But they can say, listen, for 2,000 a month or 50,000, whatever the number is, fly with me to this place or be in my program. You get to know them then. They, they can serve people to that way. So feel free to invest in others. Uh, David Hill talked about what he does today, and I'll mention that today. So now we're going to move over. I just wanted to recap what we talked about today, some segments we had from Dre, uh, Larissa, Larissa, and David Hill. As we conclude this segment, then I'm going to jump into Is It Okay to Send Calendly, our main feature of Ramon's Top 10 or 9. So – Ding, 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 Dr. Dre, I say Dr. Dre, but Dre Baldwin <laughs> talked to us today, a former basketball player, and he's a coach. If you didn't hear his segment, I definitely put it up on IG. He said, don't be your own worst critic. Be accountable, but not your own worst critic. That was an amazing segment he shared. I, and I guess it touched me probably because I've had issues with that in my own life. And if I talk too long, I'll start crying. I use it. I'll just be vulnerable. Often self-deflecting, I think it's called. There's another big word they use. Self-deprecating humor because whether it's my childhood issues, uh, daddy issues, whatever it may be. And I had a living father, but you know, I wish I was closer to him and et cetera. But whatever the issue may be. I sometimes use self, I think it's called self-deprecating humor. Even in my family, my wife will compliment me. I'll say, I'll just throw the compliment back in her face rudely. I'm sometimes my own worst critic. Saying, no, I can't speak well, even though I've been on stages all over the world. I can't be like that person in business, although I've started four companies, three successful, one I dissolved. <laughs> so my point being, thank you, Dre, for what you shared. Don't be your worst critic. That was so so important. Larissa Harrington, one of my favorite 
different like mindset people. I got to, I liked her in her first session when Glenn introduced her to us. And here's why I liked it. I'm just not like a woo-woo, light candles, lay on the mat, you know, dip into a ball of wax type person, you know, go to the, the mountains of Tibet and, and eat worms. I, I just that's just not my thing. But her segments are lovely because it seems like she gives a permission. You can cross your eggs, legs and close your eyes and put your fingers in a pinch, or you can drive a tractor trailer. I don't care, kind of. She's like, just slow down and think. Just contemplate, however it works for you. And I can work with that. And so she said today, and Glenn affirmed it, slow down, pause to enable you to speed up. And Glenn shared how the, the analogy he used was like a Ferrari, right? Some of us, now some of us are maybe slower, not in a bad way, slower, more methodical, more analytical, and God bless those people. I have those people in my life. My executive assistant is like that. Her name is Jamie Freyer. She helps run Smart Hustle, right? But my encouragement, and Larissa talked about it today, is the aspect, and, and Glenn affirmed it, slow down. And he gave the example of like a Ferrari. You have this fast, fast vehicle, but what does it do in a race all the time? In a race all the time, it takes a, a pit stop. It checks in. It takes a pit stop. And I encourage all of you to consider that as well for your businesses, for your worlds, for what you're doing. Slow down and take a pause. David Hill shared something that was very interesting as well. He said, are you investing in yourself? And again, if you, whether you don't have a lot of money, whether you have a lot of money, that's not so relevant. But I do think investing in the actual sense of the word money is important. David, how he, talk, he talked about dropping 25K in a Grant Cardone program, 25K or something like that and something else. David Hill, somebody who has a lot of money, he's like a multi-gazillionaire. I can't hang quite like that. I'm on like a multi-whatever air it is. And I'm just having fun with my boy David. But the point being here, you should all be investing in yourself. You should, and you're already investing in yourself to some degree because you're here at such an early time in the morning. As I was at Triple J, Glenn said, Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> and Triple J was in bed, like, Okay, I'll get up. So we've all changed our schedule. Get out the and... bed. Come on. Get <laughs> exactly, up. Glenn. Get out the bed. Let's go. <laughs> and Triple J's like, I heard that voice. And I've done it my same thing. I wake up at 425 now. Many of us have, thousands have. So my point being, that's part of investing in yourself, but I encourage you, if you haven't gone to retreat, if you haven't gotten a plane, I'll, I'll be vulnerable. I think Michael Zeller, I think, is coming on Tuesday or Wednesday, Glenn. I invested in Michael Zeller and Carmelia Ray's program. I paid money for it, Glenn. Paid money for it. So yeah, I'm the point being is that. Him bring him to the table, man. He's got a lot to, lot to offer. Yeah, and his book is genius. I think something genius, something you can Google that. So definitely get his book before he comes on, and and you'll have some good questions for him. But Michael Zeller's is uh, is no joke. Good good guy. So um, so David Hill talked about are you investing in yourself? So those are that's kind of a recap, and I'll try to do that on Mondays as I come in, if I can come in at five a.m. and hear the previous speakers try to recap that as we go along. So there's a few points. Now we're going to get into the main discussion of the day. Ding 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 ding. Is it okay to send the Calendly link? I'm going to share for a few minutes, then we're going to open up the floor for you to debate. And I would say fight, but that'll go against our whole thing. But I say fight playfully, you know what I mean? Like to see, is it okay to do or not? So here's the bottom line. Many of us use Calendly or some other calendaring tool. Here's the thing. I reach out to Alexander and say, Alexander, I need some moments of your time. Can you meet with me? He says, yes. Is it politically okay? 
for me to send him my Calendly link. Or I want to have a discussion with Barack Obama or Oprah. Their executive assistant said, yes. Should I send them my Calendly link? Some people say it's efficiency. Some people are saying, no, you shouldn't send a Calendly link because it's rude. Now, having said that, I have no problem at all. If somebody asks me for my time, somebody needs me. They're asking me, and not in an egotistical way, but they're the one reaching out. Then I definitely absolutely feel no problem about saying, great, I'm happy to meet with you. Here's a link to schedule it. So that's number two, just to be clear on that. But I think the bigger debate, in my opinion, but as we open up the floor, anybody can chime in. I am pretty careful, and I will say number three, for clients, people who are paying me, quote unquote, money and or I really need them and want to show them that honor because I definitely don't want us to go back and forth, back and forth. I bring in Jamie and say, Jamie, can you help us schedule this? Same thing Glenn does, right? He has Jessica. We all know that's his right arm with scheduling and things like this. I don't even email Glenn for many things. <laughs> I just email Jessica and let her deal with it. It's more Smart efficient. Man. Thank you, Glenn. I'm telling you. And people who go, how did you get a box of this? See, I should be quiet, right, Glenn? Because you can have a thousand people asking for you know what they're going to ask for, right? <laughs> but, you know, well, okay, I'll be quiet on that. But, you know, Ramon, how did you get this data or the other? Well, I know who to email. And, I, and it's not Glenn. So my point being is this. I'd like to open the floor. This is the main discussion, the WWF or whatever it is, WWE or BPE, whatever, UFC, whatever these acronyms are. Is it okay to send a calendar link? When is it okay? Should we not? Is it arrogance? Can you send it to some people, not to others? Is it okay to receive one? Are you annoyed when you get one? Let's open the floor. Welcome to Mondays with Ramon, 7.30 a.m., and then we'll move on to a few more segments I have. But open your mic if you want. And again, if nobody opens your mic and says their name, it's okay. Let me give a clear thing. Just say your name because then I'll hear you. And those of you who are shy and like to blink, you just won't be able to be in this because – I can't scroll up and down. I'm not going to scroll up and down. I just want to hear your beautiful name and let's start talking about it. Who wants Lolita. to unlike first? Hey, Lolita, go, girl. Hey, good morning. Um, I love this idea about the Calendly link because there's some on one side and the other side. So here's where I am with it. I am a fan. I have acuity, but I am a fan of sending a link for scheduling. It not only helps the person, but it also helps me. Now, when I get to Oprah, let me tell you this. I will be working directly with her assistant. I'd love to work with Oprah, but I'm not sending her a Calendly link. I'm asking directly, hey, what works well for your schedule? So I think depending on what it is you need, I love that you said, are you asking for something from them directly? If that's the case, then I think you should make it as convenient as possible. That's where I stand. This is Lolita. So Coach Lolita, let's dive into this and then we open up the floor. I just want to be yeah. clear, Lolita. So you need something from Michael Zeller. You yes. need something from him. He's yes. not Oprah now. He's just a nice guy, but you know, he got some cachet. You're yes. saying, Lolita, since he's not Oprah, you would say, Michael, can I talk to you? By the way, here's my Calendly link. Just clarify that. I'm curious how far yes, does that go, would, Lolita? Go thank for Thank you it. for asking specifically. You know, I'm a fan of clarity. I would say, hey, Michael, this is Lolita. I would absolutely love to touch base with you in order to talk these three things. I have a Calendly link if that works best for your schedule. However, I am wide open if you want to go ahead and send me a couple of times as well, and I'll get that scheduled on my side. 
I love it, Lolita. Hopefully somebody will unmike Lolita and vastly disagree with you so we can have a, a nice, a nice Glenn, a nice fight, Glenn. I don't know. We're going to stay within BWC guidelines, Glenn, but like a nice fight. Okay, who's next? Unmike, say your name. Let me hear who else is, is up. Who else wants to talk, jump in? Is, is Calendly Link okay to send to someone who you need, or do you mind when you receive it? Let's debate that today. Who's next? Who's next? Hayden Ramon, this is Alexander. So I love, I, I'm kind of in the camp uh, that you're in, right? Someone reaches out to me and they're needing services, I'm okay sending a Calendly link. I actually am not a big fan of Calendly, but this is what's happened. In times that I've, someone's reached out to me, like say here on Clubhouse, and they're wanting some of my time, and then they send me their Calendly link, oftentimes they're actually pitching me something. <laughs> and so now I've become weary of when someone needs my time and they send me their Calendly link. Not always, and there's definitely people who've had good intentions with it, but I think that the correct response is if someone's asking of your time, you sell in Calendly link. If you are needing of someone else's time, you ask them if they have a Calendly link to send you. And if they don't, if it would be okay for you to send yours. I personally think that that's the appropriate etiquette. And I, uh, I'll yield the mic to you, brother. Oh, I love it, Alexander. If you have time, stay with me for a second. Unless you're in traveling, I get it. But stay with me for a second. A follow-up question, Alexander, because I agree with you. But I do want to get your input, Alexander, on the selling part. And why don't you give us a quick 10-second master class? Because I think we've all been on the other side of that. I viscerally – I don't want to use the word hate. It's a strong word. But I really dislike, Alexander, people saying, Ramon, can I talk to you? But here's what I do, Alexander. Unless I know you, if Lolita E. Walker says, Ramon, can I talk to you? That's not a question. That's my girl. It's a yes. And we have certain relationships like that on here, right? But somebody I don't know, we've never talked before, you got to tell Ramon what you need. That's just a barrier. I, I just have zero time to take a blind date. That's me, Alexander. But is that helpful for you and or how have you handled that, Alexander? People you don't know, not sure who they are. What do you do? You know, because you want to be nice and you're, you're the doctor love here, Alexander. So you got to be nice. See, I don't have to be nice. You have to be nice. Alexander, what do you do? Talk to us. Yeah, no, I think first and foremost, and I've said this before on this stage, and thank you. I love being called Dr. Love about all things love, so it touches my heart. But the reality of the matter is this. God is love. We know that. I said this last week in this room. And when Jesus went into the um, temple at times, and he didn't like what he saw, we know that he went over and turned over some tables. So first and foremost, being all about love doesn't mean that kindness is, a, is, a, is also a representation of weakness. And so it's okay to be about love and also say, hey, this ain't cool, and if I gotta toss over a table, I will. I'll tell you this, you have to earn the right, and I mean earn the right to ask for the sale, to ask, uh, someone if they want to try out a product of yours etc getting in to a phone call with somebody uh, especially in a in a kind of a bait and switch kind of way where you're saying and acting like you need one thing from somebody but really your goal is to pitch them is wrong build relationship earn equity with that human being make deposits into their life and then when the timing is right, you've earned the right to ask for that sale. Now, I'm not saying that needs to take months, and I'm not saying don't go into activity. Ask for the sale. You won't win in life if you don't ask for the sale. I'm a big believer in that. But make sure that you're coming up correct. Come clean. Let people know exactly what it is that the conversation is for. And then they can make the decision if they want to get on that phone call or not. But coming in saying, hey, I'd love 15 minutes of your time or I have an a, a issue I'd love to talk to you about. And really, at the end of the day, your goal is to kind of uh, 
bait and switch someone into buying something or joining your team or, or whatever it is that you might be doing, to me, that's wrong. And oftentimes when I get Calendly links from people, it feels that it's been like they were trying to sell me something as opposed to really using my time um, you know, to help them. And so that's kind of why I, I, I've become a little weary of the Calendly link. I love it, Alexander. We got we got about seven more minutes to go before I dive into your smart hustle tips and tools. But again, Lolita, thank you. Alexander, thank you. Who else wants to unmike and talk about? Is it okay to send a Calendly link, or is that absolutely wrong? Never do it. Unmike, say your name. It's David. Monica, Monica then David. Monica, go, and then David Me. Hill. David, I recapped your amazing session today. Monica, all you go. David loved your segment. Um, like anything else, you can use a knife to cut a steak or you can use a knife to kill a man. It depends how you deliver it. If you deliver a calendly link with no context, no greeting, no warmth, no nothing, it's probably not going to be received in the way that you would like it to. And same if you receive one that way. So we have to look at, are we taking things in the way they're intended and are we sending things in the way that we intend others to receive them to the degree that we can control that, of course. So um, that would be my take. I love Calendly because it makes things fast and efficient and easy, but I do think it's important to deliver it wrapped in a nice package. This is Monica and I'm done. Hey, Monica, I want to follow up on something just to be totally clear. So I approach Monica and say, Monica, I want your help to get fit. Or I, I, let's say I don't say that. Monica, I, I really need to talk to you about something. Uh, here's my link. Schedule some time with me. You're saying, Monica, in that frame, it's cool with you. I just want to be fully clear in how Monica sees it and feel free to answer either way. All right. In the first instance, heck yes, I'm talking to you about fitness, uh, okay, business, but, but self-mastery. I, I switched it, Monica. Now I see you playing. No, 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 no. Nobody's yeah. on the line now. <laughs> I switched it in, in the second in the second instance there's no way I'm clicking your calendar link if you don't give me context and tell me what the subject of our meeting is absolutely no way Got it. Love it, love it, love it. Monica, thank you so much for being here. David Hill, my brother from another mother. David, I want to tell you, I love your IGs. I love your video. I was glad to see you and your wife at 10X. I followed along with 10X ladies from a distance through your uh, share. So, uh, David Hill, thanks for being here. And I don't know if you're here today, but I recap kind of your session investing in yourself today. David Hill, the floor, my brother, is yours. And which side of the debate will you be in? Thank you, sir. Yes, I appreciate you and... Man, I'm, uh, I just got out of the gym, so I missed part of it, but I jumped in as Alexandra was sharing, and I am a real estate agent, and I train and teach real estate agents, and there's nothing more, nothing gets under my skin more than, than uh, when the real estate agents will call owners, like for sale by owners, and they will tell them, hey, I want to come over and take a look at your house for a buyer, and then get there and try to bait and switch. And it, it, it's such a poor model, but people still teach that, Ramon. It's crazy. Old school real estate trainers would teach, no, just get in the house, just get in front of them. And people would expect, I mean, it's so, oh God, I just, I'm sorry. You can tell it, it upsets me because that that's, I teach the exact opposite. I teach exactly what you said. I tell people exactly why I want to meet with them. And if they're open to that, then we can have a meeting. And yes, I'm a huge fan of Calendly, and, and we use uh, a product called OnceHub, but I would never expect anybody to fill out a Calendly link or a, or a link to my schedule, or, or would, would somebody should expect me to do that without context and knowing exactly what the conversation is about. And the other thing that just drives me absolutely nuts, Ramon, 
is is when people send me these IG messages like, hey, let's jump on a phone call. Like, okay, I'm going to just jump. I mean, anyway, uh, maybe it's just me, but I'll leave it at that, brother. Back to you. Hey, David, you were not clear about something. Uh, how do you feel about bait and switch? I didn't fully get the essence of your emotion. I didn't oh, fully get the dude, clarity of your okay. statement Are about you bait and sure? switch. Right, let me <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> it is the worst thing you can possibly do okay you are a straight out I, I hate to say looser but when you're doing that that's what people think like people get mad at real estate agents because so many agents do that see david now you're gonna have to get a therapy session with either dr janie or larissa one of our therapists on here to like calm yourself down brother i just got you heated i can feel the the, the, <laughs> the, the fire and you're good david good having you here man listen to david's segments uh if the monday schedule is, is updated so definitely david glad you're here all right Dora maybe Maria. Minutes, once mic, say your name Dora Maria. Uh, Jeannie and then Dora Maria. Absolutely. Jeannie, go then Dora Maria. Um, I like Calendly, but I like it when we have to remember it is an invitation to meet and it is some sort of agreement. So I use it when there's an invitation and an agreement, not just a shot in the dark to connect. So either someone has hired me and I'm setting them up on Calendly or it's an agreement that we have to talk. I will pass the mic to Dora Maria. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Jeannie. Appreciate it so much. The amazing, the amazing, always present, always there. If you're missing something, Dora Maria will have it before you know you're missing it. Dora Maria. It's yours, Queen. Go. I just wish I had the lotto numbers before people needed it. All right. Awesome. <laughs> um, for me, <laughs> relationships. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Matter and you have to audit your calendar. If the heavy lifting is on you, if you're the one that needs to meet with that person and needs something from that person, you really need to know your calendar and make, you have to do the heavy lifting and not that other person. Calendarly, calendar, blah, 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 blah. Calendarly is a tool, not a crutch. And you use it, but I don't even use it till the very end. Like if it's someone that's just really hard to connect with, uh, like their calendar is crazy, then I'm like, you know what? I, ha I do have a calendar leading. My Mondays and Fridays are, are, are wide open and I make it real easy for their admin to you know, connect and connect the dots and all of that. But the heavy lifting needs to be on the person who, who needs something from that other person, right? You just don't go in there and just waste that person's time. And if you're connecting, relationships matter. You really have to start on that end and really be clear. Look, I just want to connect. These are the two things. This is what I want to discuss and put two brief points. You don't need to put a book. When, when someone sends you a long text, I've already lost like consciousness by the time I've gotten to the end of that text. Like I have no clue what's going on here. <laughs> so, Dora, you just said you've lost consciousness <laughs> by the time you finished reading it. <laughs> go so ahead, go ahead. It is like brief, to the point, simple, because again, people are so busy. They're being pulled in so many directions. Keep it simple and keep that relationship like that person's going to know you're, you're valuing their time, that you're respecting their time. And in, the, in my last note on this, because I know we're on the top of the hour, 
do not ghost them. Do not just blow them off. And you make an appointment with somebody, you go out of their way to get on their calendar. You go through all of these things, all of these links and all of these things, and then you don't show up. That's a killer. So that I'm going to end with that. So thanks a lot. Oh, Dora Maria, always. And no, we, we got some time. We got 30 minutes. I have another segment I want to share in these segments. We're going to always just to re-educate you all for what Ramon plans to do at 730 at 830. Again, these times may change, but as of right now, one will have the top Ramon's top 10 with my ding, 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 ding. Well, my top 10, then we'll have some discussion like we're doing now. And the topic of today is, is it okay to send a calendar link? This is the chat part we're in right now. And then we'll close the session. I'll get some tips on how I run my business. I think a lot of the audience really loves simple, practical tips about business growth. So we'll close with that for the last few minutes. But we have time. So anybody else has an urgent share, just unmike, say your name. But we'll have more time towards the end. But anybody want to talk about this or something else right now before I move on? Unmike, say I'll your name. In. And if not, we're good. Sheila. I heard some. Sheila, I heard. Sheila, it's all you. Go. Good morning. Hey, um, I love what Dora Maria said about relationships. I'm having an issue. Maybe someone can quickly wrap my brain around. I'm a paper planner girl and I am always looking at the whole week. And as a field salesperson in my car on the phone all the time, my fear of trying to incorporate something like candle calendarly or letting someone else book something in my schedule. What if I've already booked it paper on paper and I haven't been able to digitally block that time out? I love the question, Sheila. Great question. Hang on me for a few minutes. I have a master class on scheduling right now, and then I'll use it as a segue to my own tips. I love the question, Sheila. And Sheila, tell us a bit more. Let me find you what you do and who you are. Introduce yourself a bit more to the audience, and we'll have a we'll do five minutes. Ramon and Sheila, as we unpack. Sheila uses paper. She wants to use more digital tools. She's a bit nervous and, and kind of uneasy, understandably. Sheila, give us a bit more, 10 seconds or so, the, the life and the day of Sheila. Tell us, Sheila. Okay, so I am um, a producing realtor, but I, and I'm also a trainer, mentor, and coach. So in my office, um, they want to be able to book recruiting appointments for me using um, like Calendly, like have access to my calendar at all times, like and book me, book me, book me. But because I'm in the field on the phone and face to face with people in the relationship business, I'm booking my own calendar and I just really can't grasp letting someone else have access to taking my time. I got it. A few things I'll say, Sheila, a few things I'll address, and then we'll have one more back and forth. And then in the next 28 minutes, I'll go through Ramon's top tips or so for growing your business. So stay with me, Sheila. Thank you for the question. Great question. A few things. One, if you're fully a paper person, I mean, there's a number of people on here that are paper people only, and you need to have therapy and need to be set free. I'm half joking. But paper only people. I get it. My wife is one of those people because she had a traumatic incident with QuickBooks files from our family finances. I screwed up. That was five million years ago. And now she's been only a paper person. She's that traumatized. So, but here's my thing on that paper and digital. It's hard to combine them and you will screw up and have overlaps. You're in your car writing down something on your paper and you're not looking at your phone. You're not looking at the technology. That's going to be a conflict. One thing you can do if you want to combine the two, use paper, write something down on paper, but discipline yourself to refresh your digital calendar and make sure there's nothing in there. And when you write to the paper, you're going to have to input it to your digital calendar because that's the only way the calendar will be blocked and somebody else can't use that time. So it is going to be a conundrum, this aspect of the 
paper and digital. That will be a conflict and will be messy over time, but it's something you may want to ease your way to, but I respect. Everybody has their own way of working. I fully respect that, but it's something you may want to consider. For me, calendaring, digital calendaring is great for me, but I know it's not that way for everybody, especially if you're not used to it, Sheila. That's one. Number two, Sheila, I do fully understand it can be kind of icky and scary, whatever it is, to have people input things in your calendar, but with all of these tools, especially at the premium paid level, you can set boundaries so you can say you can put anything in my calendar you want between the hours of 10 and 3. anything else you'll have to text me or let me do it if i wish so i'll pause in a minute sheila to see if that's helpful but i i do understand the the mothership or your main company wanting to do that because they have a hot lead coming in and they know you're near the house they wanted to put it in there then they can reduce the friction so i can understand how they want to do it on my team sheila my executive assistant she can put move anything it's a little different because she's my executive assistant, but that's what I want. So, and she knows my boundaries and I do use calendar blocking. So certain things you can't put in certain times and ways and we've jive and she knows that. Let me pause on that, Sheila, to see if any of that helped you or not or confused you or if it was totally stupid what I said, and that's fine too. Hey, Ramon, let me add to it Please, Lynn. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a both kind of guy, which by the way, separate, separate conversation. If you're on the Peloton working out and your phone dies, are you allowed to get off the Peloton and switch phones, <laughs> or do you just keep with the Peloton race? No, Wait, you didn't, Glenn. We can debate that later. As long we, as we your legs are moving, later. you're good. You keep moving like right, you're right, on right. the bike. But I, 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 couldn't stop, I couldn't stop the Peloton thing. I just couldn't, but maybe that was the right decision. Maybe that was the wrong one. We'll debate that later. I am a paper and digital. I am a combination of the two, Ramon. Uh, my morning routine includes my paper calendar, right, in my planner. I go through and I look actually at my digital, I look at my digital calendar in the morning and I write everything into my daily planner because I like the paper and when I write it, it cements it. It also reminds me if I need to do any prep work for that particular appointment. There's something about writing it down for me that's really beneficial. So I open my daily planner, look at my digital calendar, transfer anything that's on the digital onto paper and then throughout the day my team also like you said Ramon my we kind of have blocks like my team knows that certain days are more like geared towards different things right like for example Thursdays I'm pretty pretty much free I don't have any automotive training or any other coaching and so Thursdays are the days that they know they can can't they can pencil in uh, podcast interviews uh, media type of things, so on and so forth, right? So my team knows some of my boundaries and perimeters. They know what hours they can plug in. And also on my digital calendar, I have blocks for like, you know, time with my wife. Fridays from one to five, there's just a big block. And that is time that my wife and I look at our business. We go over things, so on and so forth. And no one's allowed to pencil anything into those spaces. So I work on a combination of both. And then if I'm in person, like our friend was just talking about, and I want to schedule something, I will look at my digital calendar, make sure nothing else is already in that block before I add it. And then it's just a matter of reviewing every day on paper because that helps my brain a lot. So I don't know if that helps Ramon, but I just wanted to add that for me, it is a combination of both that works best. I don't like just having one or the other.
Brother Glenn, I loved it. And I think we have to have a session about the Peloton. We have to have a debate. That's the best. But thank you. And Sheila, I hope you heard Glenn Lundy, founder of Buckford Champions. You know, he's a paper person. He's, you know, and he's successful. So it does work. And you just have to know your boundaries, repeating what Glenn said, and then look at both. Glenn Lundy, thank you so much. Sheila, are you served? Do you feel good? I am. I think really what I'm going to need to do is just time block the times that I allow them to, to use and just keep that blocked out on the paper planner. Whether it gets filled or not, I can always backfill it if it's empty when I double check the digital calendar. So um, thank you. It was wonderful. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Sheila. We are here to serve you. We have about 22 minutes to go. And again, I put the link to Smart Hustle at the top. A uh, lot of resources you can find at smarthustle.com. Links to Grow Your Solo. Links to Celebrity CEO. And every day we have different news items for small businesses. So definitely check out smarthustle.com. Each segment that I'll do on Mondays from 7.30 to 8.30. Again, as I said, give us grace. Uh, Glenn and team are figuring this out. So things may shift a bit. But as of now, I'll be here at 7.30 on Mondays. But this segment I will do, and I hope you like it. If you do, let me know how you like it or how I can adjust. Again, first segment, Ramon's top 10. Middle segment, we'll have a discussion about one of the top 10s. And then thirdly, here in the last 20 so minutes or so, I will dive into how I run my business and how it's helpful for you. And then we'll save some time for you to say, Ramon, can you talk a bit more about this? And what's nice about this, there are so many other people to help. We heard from Dora Maria, from David Hill. Glenn Lundy's always chiming in with his wisdom and insight, right? And it's just so amazing. So and Lolita chimed in and others. So let's dive into this. I'm going to talk about 12 things will keep them consistent every single week. It may grow a bit, but these are things that have helped me grow my business, and I'll share that, and then feel free to listen. You may say, Ramon, talk about this. So 12 key things, and I'm going to say these every single week <clears throat> because we can get different angles of them. One is the concept of celebrity CEO. This is the concept of ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. It's the concept to build a community of fans and nurture them to be a customer. That's one, the celebrity CEO concept, which is the namesake of my fourth book, and you can find that at smarthustle.com. Two is the aspect of growing your solo business. It's not just large billion-dollar brands that can grow and scale and thrive and be successful. We small businesses, I'm a solo business owner with a small team of contractors. I don't build multi-million dollar enterprises, I don't. But I've successfully built several businesses that generated several hundred thousand dollars or a bit more in revenue, and I'm proud of that. I'm not the guy who's built a hundred million dollar business, but I have built businesses that have generated 300, 400, 500, 700, et cetera, thousand dollars and a little bit more in revenue. I've done that. So growing your solo is definitely important. By the way, you can DM me the keyword on Instagram solo for more of these concepts. Third, Jim Collins has a book out called Fly Wheel. Fly Wheel. It's about building the flywheel of your business to know the simple components with what makes it work, what makes it tick-tock work. And then one example of that is Nike. Nike makes a shoe. They put a lot of investment in it. They then put more money in to get a celebrity endorsement from an athlete, and then that shoe sells, the price drops, and then they do it over and over and over again. What's your flywheel? Point number four, the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. It's transformed my business because people think profit is gross money coming in, expenses going out, what's left over is profit. No, 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 no. I've learned from Profit First, and we've said this different, different ways with different hosts here. That the best way to do it, and I think it was David Meltzer or David Spies, like others have said it, uh, you know, maybe others have said it, but pay yourself first. Get the money coming in, 
automatically pull it out to different bank accounts. What's left over now you can run with your business. So that's profit first. And again, when I'm done here, we can save time to dive in deeper on one of these, but I'm going to do this every single week. Email marketing is important. Email marketing is not dead. Yes, you can do TikTok videos. Yes, you can do reels, but email marketing works. And all of you should have an email list. Kate Bowman has an email list and many others. So email marketing works. If you're providing value, people want to sign up to your email list. Every Thursday at 2 p.m., I have an email that goes out to my tribe. You can see that right at the link pinned there. So email marketing definitely works. CRM, another thing that's really important, customer relationship management, a cousin to that is marketing automation. It works. All of you should have some dashboard with which you can keep track of who are my existing customers, how can I better serve them, and possibly more importantly or equally, who are the people who could be future customers? Because as we've talked about before here, follow up is everything. And many of you are not or many of you are not having the business you need because you're not following up. Follow up, follow up, follow up. You can DM me the word keep, K-E-A-P, keep, K-E-A-P on Instagram if you want more information about keep or just CRM for some list of CRM and tools you can use. CRM as well on Instagram under the keywords you can use. Number seven here, social media. Social media is powerful. We have the social media show at Nate Force, Alexander, and many others that comes, uh, I think it's every day now, social media show. Social media is powerful. And one thing about video, Brian Hesta, this Brian Hesta was a host on uh, uh, BWC. He's in the contracting world. He posts videos about every day probably, but they're different and you learn and I don't mind them. I follow Brian Hess. People have said this about my videos a lot. They say two things, Ramon, you post so much content. Every time I open my phone, I see your face and I get nervous. But then they say, and I love it because each time it's something different and you're educating me. I'm not for everybody. But if you're a very small business owner and you will learn how to grow your business, that's all I do. So those of you who are looking to grow your business, those of you who are looking to scale and get to the next level, and you're wondering how do you do social media? Yeah, maybe you want to dance or show us your cat or your heels if that works for you. But if you want to post frequently, you can do it. Just always provide value to the person watching every time you post. That's me. Gary Vaynerchuk said that, right? Jab, 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 right hook. Do I show a little picture of me having coffee or what I'm eating? I do that once in a while, but you don't see Ramon doing that all the time. It's 70, 80% value. So social media works. And when I'm done here, somebody can unmike and say one thing they want me to dive in more, a question they have for me, and then we'll close this out and move on over. So online events is another thing that has helped me in my business. And I do online events very well, especially when the pandemic happened in March 2020. I launched the Survive and Thrive Summit. We had thousands of people sign up. And I have whole master classes about online events. And online events are a great way to either generate revenue from selling ticketing or upselling people to something else. Even you're providing value first, but people who trust you, you can provide value to them. Or third, just building your list. So online events work. And if you want tips on that, let me know. Another thing is task management. We've got about four more points to go here. Task management. Every morning, I'm in Asana. I use that as my task management tool. The tool is not so relevant. I don't care which tool you use to degree. But me and my entire team, five people, we're in Asana all the time. We email, we call, we text. We have a good relationship, but Asana is that dashboard that we can all be in and all be together to see what's going on. So I encourage you, use some sort of task management tool. Another thing is having a great team. Many of you need, it's time for you to hire your first executive assistant, your first COO or first online business manager. You're wondering why you're frazzled. You're wondering why you're underperforming. You're wondering why you're tired at night. 
you need a team to help you. I'm a solo business, but I have an amazing virtual assistant. Her name is Jamie. She is the rock of my, of my business. And, and you'll find a good one, not just when they're doing the, the tasks, but when they get your business and they can pour into you. Want information on that? Just DM me the keyword of virtual assistant on IG, not on Clubhouse, on IG, virtual assistant. Zero email inbox. Two more tips, then we'll open up the floor and get comments, input, a question from me, how I can help you into these areas. Zero email inbox. I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails a day. A lot of them are press releases. A lot of them are email newsletters. A lot of them are junk. But here's my secret. One, I have a zero email inbox policy. My email inbox always goes to zero, give or take, every day, every hour, every minute. I check my email. It's my best form of communication. But here's the thing. I delegate fast. I move to a folder fast. I use autoresponders, and I filter. Here's the ninja chip tip. Listen close. Move in close. Every email that has the word unsubscribe on it is automatically filtered to another inbox that I check every Friday. That's one way to cut down the email overload because I'm sure y'all want the emails from, I bet Kate wants the emails from Bed Bath & Beyond, and I bet Jan wants the emails from like High Heel Lady, and I bet Lolita wants the emails from like Bling Society. I know how y'all roll, and TM wants the emails like from Men's Fashion Jacket, right? Or whatever it may be, right? Or Kate's email. I signed up for Kate's email. Sorry, Kate. Not No, not sorry, Kate, because I know she doesn't mind it. I have Kate's email goes to a separate inbox, so on Fridays I can check it. So I can get all the emails I want and I don't feel overloaded because Kate has great content. And the last tip I'll share and then we'll leave the mics. So we got about 13 minutes, just unmic. And if there's something you want me to share with you or dive in deeper or you want to comment on these things, it's calendaring. And we just talked about that today. Glenn shared his tips and others have shared their tips. Calendaring is important. I'm a ninja at calendaring. I have no problem saying no. I'm getting better at telling people, no, I can't talk to you unless I know precisely what you want to say. If you want to sell me something, great, but give me two or three sentences of what you want to sell me so I can cut right to the point and say if I want it or not. If I can help you, be upfront. Say, Ramon, I have questions. I need help from you. Great, because I'm not a consultant, but, I, but let me know that. Or if there's some JV or biz dev deal, we can have whatever it is. Let me know that. Or if we've earned the relationship both ways. And I say earn, not because I'm anything. I'll, I'll look at, uh, I'll just go down the stage here. Um, uh, Lolita, all right, or Brad. I don't have to ask myself to them. I know that because they're my peeps. I just say, Lolita, I need to talk to you. Brad, we need to talk to you. I've earned that, right? Thank you, Brad. I see that blink. So my point is, once you're in that space, a little, things are a little different. But, you know, if you're coming off there, you don't know Brad. Brad don't know you. Y'all haven't gotten to know. Hey, Brad, can I talk to you? No, let them know what you want to say. So with that, we got 22 minutes. Who wants to unmic and say, you know, one of these things I shared, something you want to question about, or you just want to add your voice to it? Hey, and Ramon, we'll move on with today. Heather and then Kate. Heather, you first, then hey, Kate. Heather, good go. Good morning, Ramon. You're just amazing. But I just wanted to say I love that you mentioned frequency. Um, a lot of people speak about consistency, but not about frequency. So when you said that word frequency, I, it, my ears perked up. So I just wanted to say thank you for mentioning that um, because I feel as though not a lot of people do. So thank you. I appreciate it. Is this Heather Cox, by the way? That Heather? Yes, sir. Hey, Heather, don't forget, Heather, we got to have our debate. You know the debate oh, I'm talking about, I me do. and Marvin, that room. <laughs> all right. Kate, go for it. Go for it, Queen. Good morning. First of all, Ramon, thank you for the shout outs. And I love that you mentioned newsletter. And one of the things when I started this newsletter, it has taught me so much about discipline 
and being very disciplined about writing every single week and sending something out. So my question for you, because I think everyone in the room would really appreciate it. We all hear that having a newsletter is great, but not everyone is solely focused on doing that. If someone has one, but they kind of need to freshen it up a bit, or if they're just really looking to build one this year, what is one thing that they can do starting this week to start to make that a priority to build their email list this year? I love it, Kate. Stay with me. Let's go back and forth for a few minutes here, okay? Because I want your help to unpack Ramonisms, right? So here's the thing. A few things I'll say. I'm probably answering beyond the question. Here's how I'm rocking my email. One, most people leave the default, Kate, sign up for my email newsletter. Nobody wakes up in the morning and can't wait to sign up for somebody's email list. Nobody except morons. Trust me on that. But do I want to sign up to Kate's? What is it, Kate? What's the name of yours? Motive, what's the name of I keep, always keep forgetting? Massive Optimism. Yeah. Do I want to sign up for Massive Optimism? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So take the default off and just let people know. Or like in my case, every Thursday, 2 p.m., if you like what you're hearing, if you want some more of Ramon, go to smarthustle.com. The link is there. And sign up. See, see what I'm saying, Kate? So that's one. Number two, Kate, I'll give you a ninja secret. I use Keep, K-E-A-P. You can DM me on Instagram about Keep, but the platform is not relevant. AWeber, ClickFunnels, Keep, MailChimp, whatever you want to use. It, it matters, but it's not so important right now. But the point is, Kate, I am an idea generator. As I go through life, as I hear things that are useful for my audience, I write either it could be two sentences, three sentences. It could be longer of inspiration, and so they're queued up. So that's a little secret that I do. Mine is in a campaign, so I'm not scrambling like a little rat in Brooklyn starving or something like that, you know, trying to scramble and get my email out. My emails, as I think of great information for my community, it's done. So I hope that's useful, but A, don't just have sign up for my email list. Two, think of the community. Three, let your hair down, you know, or, or me and Brad's case, a little different how we let our hair down, but you get my point is that we got to do what we got to do. So Kate, let me know if that's helpful and feel free to add, and then we'll keep the mic going for nine minutes. Kate, the floor is yours. What do you have to I love it. Love it. And I hope that people are encouraged to start their newsletter, but don't call it that. And I did see Kim Walsh Phillips pop into the building. So definitely check out Kim Walsh Phillips because she is absolutely incredible about talking about lead gen and providing value. So people get excited to sign up for your newsletter so that when you're sending it out, people are like, oh, like I always think about what can I write? Well, how can I continue to create content that people are excited? They look forward to like, I want to look forward when I see Ramon's emails and I'm so excited to get to, to see what's going on at, um, over the small business tips that he's sharing every single week. So send things that people are going to get excited about and people don't get excited about boring stuff. That's just promoting how amazing you are. So thank you so much, Ramon. You're awesome. Oh, Kate. I love how paranoid I've made you Kate. Anytime you say the word newsletter, <laughs> It actually makes my heart beat a little faster. Appreciate you. And anytime you say that word, I will appear in the room. So there you go. So that was, this was, that was Kim, right? Kim, that's you? Yes, that was Kim. So, so Kim, that's like a bat, like a bat call. Like if I'm, so like a lion's rushing against me and I'm in Tanzania. If I say email newsletter, Kim will come and just rescue no, me. That kind of is, works, something like that. Yours is recurring revenue. Hers is newsletter. So it's ah, unique to each person. I love it. Okay, so that's right. Yours is recurring revenue. Kim Walsh is welcome. And I must say, shout out to Kim again. Kim's content is so good. Somebody here needed help. 
And I was like, you know what? You need to go buy Kim's stuff. So Kim, thanks for being in here. I know you have sessions. You're amazing. We got seven more minutes to go. Who wants to? We talk about, to recap real quick, Celebrity CEO, my jam of personal branding, outgrowth of my book. You can see all that information at my, the link at the top, smartest.com. We talked about growing your solo business. We talked about the importance of knowing your flywheel from Jim Collins' book. We talked about the aspect of profit first, what I've learned from Mike McCallum's book, Profit First. By the way, if you DM me the keyword, best books. I'll send you some of my top books that I've read to help my business. DM me on IG, best books. Email marketing. We talked how important it is. It still works. You just got to do it right. We talked about CRM. Everybody needs a dashboard to track their future clients to follow up. Feel free to DM me on IG, keep K-E-A-P or CRM for some tips on CRM, social media, online events, task management, having a great team. Is it time to hire your first I hate the keyword, I hate the word virtual assistant, but we all use it, but I, I don't use virtual assistant because for me, they're just team members. So I have a social media manager, I have an executive assistant, I have a video editor, I have a graphics editor, I even have a, the editor of Smart Hustle. So these are just roles, because in that case, I'm a virtual assistant for some people, right? So I just don't like the word virtual assistant. We talked about zero email inbox. Joe Quash, welcome, thanks for being here, dear, and calendaring white space. So anybody wants to unmic, and we can dive or a question about any of these tips before we go. Unmic, say your name. Ramon, cool. what's up, bro? It's Tim. Tim, what's up, man? Go for it, brother. What's up, partner? Well, first and foremost, I'm over here cracking up about the rat starving in Brooklyn, bro, first and foremost. You know it, Always man. You know it. Some sort of... <laughs> but listen, no, what you had mentioned about, you know, really developing a relationship on the platform that we are on right now, Clubhouse, to be able to, you know, reach out to people and, you know, at a moment's notice and say, hey, I need some insight. Can you help me on something? that comes with you not only adding value, but them, you know, seeing themselves as value. So I think when it's all said and done, you know, I had an amazing conversation, it was short, but it was an amazing conversation with Glenn Lundy just, you know, the other night. But it was with that understanding that over time, I was able to develop his trust, that awareness that, hey, I'm not gonna waste your time. So I think when we're on this platform, we really have to be intentional about who we communicate with. And at the end of the day, like you said, be brief, really have a concise plan in place to really articulate your message, your idea, your plan. And I think when people uh, hear you speak in that manner, it really brings a certain level of confidence to say, you know what, I can speak to you about 15, 20 minutes to get things done. And when it's all said and done, it's always about the value that you add and be able to be present when someone's asking for favors. So thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. And I love you like cook food. I'm out. Uh, Tim, thank you so much. You made my day, man. Again, we got about four minutes to go, but I'll probably end, Glenn, just get ready about a minute or two early. But Tim, let's riff on that, Tim, one more second. And by the way, feel free to connect with me on smarthustle.com. I'm going to change the link uh, in a few minutes here as Glenn gets ready to come up. But feel free to click that link and, and dive into some of the resources I have. But Tim, Happy. you mentioned one thing about uh, trust and things like that, Tim. And I think that was so important because we only get one chance, right? You talked about you and Glenn having a discussion. What if you'd have wasted this time, Tim? What if you'd have tried to sell him something? What if you just would have been like, just not a value to him, he's going to be hesitant next time to either refer you, give you more connections, or have your phone call again. Am I right, Tim? So I just wanted to affirm what you said, Tim, and give you space to feedback on that real quick, brother. No, absolutely, bro. You know, look, I invested in, in, in Glenn, you know, years ago when I got on this app because I saw something that was greater than myself, right? And then over time, I, you know, took my gifts, talents, and abilities and helped him develop, right? And I mean develop whether it was getting more followers or just developing an awareness that, hey, Breakfast with Champions is an amazing, you know, club to be a part of. 
So, you know, as they say, you know, one hand washes the other, both hands wash the face. And I, it's really about being able to just add whatever value that you're gifted with. I think so many of us, and, you know, I love the fact that you're always transparent about, you know, your ebbs and flows in life and in business. But we really have to be transparent. I heard Mighty Mel speaking earlier today, and it's really about understanding that everyone has their unique gift. Whatever that is, be able to demonstrate it and give it to somebody for free over a period of time. And you develop the trust. You develop, you know, that consistency. You develop that awareness. Ken Walsh Phillips, an amazing individual that, once again, you speak about that, that calendar, that recurring revenue. You hear these things over and over. And that consistency, it breeds confidence. And that comes with the fact that Ken Walsh Phillips, she's confident. She's confident. You're confident. You have a way of, you know, demonstrating you know, or explaining certain things, people get a certain level of confidence with that. So with Glenn, with myself, you know, even if me, me saying something as simple as I love you like cooked food, that brings just a certain level of confidence and comfort to people, right? Now, I didn't expect to, you know, coin that phrase, but I know sometimes it breaks the ice. So you want to have something that is a gift that can bring comfort, awareness, but at the same thing, a level of consistency. So I hope that helps, brother. Peace out. Tim. That was amazing, brother. Appreciate you. This is Ramon Ray. Feel free to connect with me however I can. I'm going to change that link at the top real quick here. Glenn Lundy's up next. We have uh, other segments coming up soon. Don't forget to hit the reshare button, but it's been great to serve you. I will see you Mondays at 730. And Glenn Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.